You've now entered the lap of luxury. Prepare your soul for a lavish journey into enlightenment. Yeah, so finally saw Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Uh, okay. And this this stemmed from a couple conversations, or maybe it was a couple podcasts ago. Like you're talking about, maybe it was we were talking about offline about you want to, sometimes you just wanted to like just erase that memory of like shitty shit that happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then a lot of people recommended it to me as well. And I, I don't know, it's just one of those things that always fucking falls off the radar. You know, it's like when someone recommends something to you, you might as well just like, <laughs> you know, watch it, watch it that night. Otherwise it's never going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Type of thing. Well, but, it's also um, one of those things too. Like how many times has somebody recommended something to you and you've never fallen through, fallen through? I don't know. I usually fall through, but I, I, I stop recommending stuff to people because I know like 90% of the time they're not falling through. But anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was glad to finally watch it, but, and it was pretty good, even though I knew kind of the premise of it as well as like, you know, I don't know, there's, there's been certain other movies or whatever or shows that have been kind of similar, you know what I mean? But yeah. it was, a it, there was some twist in there that I wasn't expecting, but they did a good job of like articulating kind of like the feeling and stuff like that of like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it, it really, I mean, Really, what it comes down to is the whole like, uh, is it better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all type of thing? Yes. You know, like, yes. Is it better to like have like a horrible situation, um, or like I guess have some good, but then it end badly? It's better to have that than not have it. Essentially, I, yeah. I suppose you know. But especially not in it. Oh, wait, wait, sorry. Continue. <laughs> yeah. To go into it, man. Is this a, is this a spoiler? Uh, podcast or is this going to be? It, it yeah. can't really be. It's been around, right? The, the yeah, it's like been around. <laughs> That's another thing is like I don't know what the limit on uh, spoilers. <laughs> you know, like some somebody said like if it's the ne- if it's the weekend after it comes out, you're done. You know, to, like or like <laughs> two weekends like is kind of savage or so. Like basically, if if you didn't go watch it the weekend it came out, you know what I mean? Like give them yeah. a week or something, then yeah. it's you know you don't care that much. But anyway, um. <laughs> Yeah, no, I thought it was good. I mean, Jim Carrey, like, he, he never get, really gets thought about as the, uh, or I mean, he's had a lot of, like, serious roles, you know, uh-huh. or, like, more dramatic kind, and he does a good job with all of them, you know. Yeah. That was pretty good, as well as, like, there's a lot of hard-hitting, um, uh, or bigger names, at least now, that were in that. You know, it's always cool to see yeah. that, you know. I'm trying to remember who the director is, because I think that, I can't remember if that's the director, um, he always he basically just gets shit on by everybody because they're like like ah oh. he makes these like really avant-garde movies that are like no one cares about and he's like he seems kind of pretentious but he makes some good ones. Um, I got Michael Michael Gondry. I think it might I think maybe 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 I think he's the one who did that one but like he just wrote a book. Um, I heard this on NPR. I'm getting kind of side, I'm sidetracking this conversation. Sorry about this, but. Uh, he, he just wrote a book basically um, and it kind of follows the same idea of like, what if you took um, like, Oh, like, Oh, this here's what it was. The book's about this guy. He's makes, he's been making this movie for like 80 years and you, the, the actual runtime of the movie is like three weeks long. So you have to watch the movie for three weeks, but then he, oh, he, sells, he sells it to this guy and the guy's moving it across the country and the, and then, the uh, all the film reels burn up in his moving van, and he oh. only has he only has one frame left, and he's trying to like re 
um, like basically remake this entire movie, and then he kind of goes back into it. But it's like that's the same type of like that's like the type of feel such movie this guy makes. But anyways, sorry, I'm super derailed. But it's on a spot. Man, that's that's an interesting thought. Like I I never thought about um as opposed to like making a season of shows of a yeah. show, you know, like like where one episode to the next doesn't really like pick off where it left off instead yeah. like almost like a reality show but more of like a scripted sitcom kind of thing where mm-hmm. you know you kind of just follow them but funny things still happen type of thing you know i don't know that, yeah. that would actually be kind of interesting but uh yeah, but yeah anyway Sorry. to the yeah no no problem um yeah the, so the biggest thing like to take away let me make sure i get what i was because i wrote it down in the moment to uh get the proper yeah basically just better to have these moment memories or not you know it's like i think you know like jim carrey as they it was kind of i didn't realize they were going to do this where um it's like he's like sleeping and they're like going through his memories and like erasing them you know mm-hmm. and like you know it kind of messes up so he's uh in those memories realizing it's happening and then that makes him realize or that at least like shows the viewers all of the good moments Mm-hmm. That he kind of like thought, or uh, what is it called? Like, uh, kind of breezed past, essentially. Yeah, you know the what bad I mean? overshadowed the good. Yeah. But yeah. um, I don't know. It got kind of weird there because it was like she was able to talk to him too, as if she knew what was happening. You know what I mean? Even though he was the one getting his mind erased, kind of thing. So that was kind of yeah. odd. But you know, it was just that thing of like. I guess it was kind of like them trying again, which I don't know if we ever recommend that. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, maybe just like remembering the good and giving it another go, or at least, yeah. you know, remember the good and concentrating on that as opposed to just the negativity at the end there, you know? Yeah. Well, that's really hard. Like that, that's one of those things that's easier said than done. Like I said, you, we all know me, I'm, I'm petty to the petty to the grave. And, and and I say that a lot of times in jest, but uh, it's not. Uh, it's probably, in all honesty, it's probably not a good look. But uh, you gotta embrace, you gotta kind of embrace the beast, I guess, if you will. But anyways, um, that that's one of the hardest things when you look back at relationships, is especially like you always feel some type of way about it um, to a, to a certain extent, and especially if you're the one who got broken up with. Like it's it's kind of hard to um, think about oh man like this person like really mistreated me like I did all these things for them blah 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 and like you just get a sour taste in your mouth but then like I said it's re- it, when you in order not basically hold a grudge on somebody you kind of gotta remember the, all the good things that happened because in all honesty most relationships have more good than bad right like if, if you just look at the entire entirety of the time or else you guys probably would have never been together in the first place um most most of the time that is um and it just happens to be that there probably was some large disagreements that just led you to basically kind of diverge there yeah and it's like i mean i guess specifically looking at their situation was kind of it was you know i guess it was kind of evident that they kind of blew things out of proportions, you know? So that was kind of part of it too, I think. Yeah. Where they were just, they realized like, oh, they were just getting mad at each other like in the moment and then it became bigger. Yeah. You know, which can happen to a lot of people. But um, yeah, and it was, it was, 
I think it was also they were also kind of maybe talking to the point of like, so she like erased him first, mm-hmm. um, and then he was hurt by that, so he wanted to erase her. Yeah, you know, which was kind of like uh, vengeful, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know in a way. I don't know maybe to make him feel better, kind of thing, as opposed to. But then obviously he didn't really want to do it, you know. Mm-hmm. So that that was kind of an interesting point as well. I don't know, but. Um, and then him kind of going through and like trying to save every little bit he can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's all like, um, but it's funny because we were talking about that too, like how you have things from your exes or something, but it's like, do I really need this though? You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or like you know pictures of your ex, of you with your ex. You know, yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> I still don't think it's bad, but it's not like it's just like one of those things that you just I don't know. It's probably not like yeah, it's not the best because my my thoughts of this are if your new relationship sees these like you, there's no good reason why you can right yeah <laughs> why you have these pictures of your exes and you're just like man is I I think it, it really comes down to like I know me I'm a hoarder kind of so like I have these pictures and like like I said it, even though like uh, without fail I look at my like, my past relationships i'm like oh i'm so glad i'm glad that one didn't actually come to fruition or i'm not with that person still but then i get like i said i got these and they can you can hold it my future girlfriend wife whoever they can hold it against me and make me delete them whenever it comes time but like they're still like i got these i got these photos and they're nothing bad it's just good memories you know like i wouldn't keep a photo of a bad memory and i could still like I said, it's you remember the good times and like kind of the feeling you had in those moments. You're just like, man, that was kind of nice. And it's kind of cool to look back and like see this person is not the evil person you thought they were. Yeah, or you exactly. Feel they are. And I, and I probably could use that. Mem- uh, I could use that um, reminder. <laughs> to keep- yeah. I mean, it's kind of like what we talk about where like nobody's really truly bad. You know what I mean? And yeah, it is an interesting point. I really think about like how what we were talking about, where it's um, the you always like think about the end memory or like how it kind of ended, as opposed to all the good moments and like the good you know mom you know uh, what's it called like in the moment kind of thing yeah. of uh, how you were feeling you know for so long and always, like you said like you wouldn't be in it if you weren't if it wasn't good you know I mean for at least part of it. Um, but yeah, and I also had, like, you know, kind of at the larger picture, just of like memories, just talking about like that Macklemore song where, he, you know, you don't know um, the good times till they're gone, essentially. And it's kind of like, it's like, I don't know if we ever talked about, you know, if this, if this podcast ever like, you know, really became as famous as like Joe Rogan or like something like that, or like <laughs> how other, like, you know, like Macklemore was talking about where he was talking about, um, I don't know, selling shirts outside of a van in Minnesota or whatever it was. And now yeah. obviously he's on like the world stage or whatever, but he was just like, it's like, I'm sure at the smaller scale, you know, you're like, I don't know. It's, it's like this weird, I guess maybe dichotomy of like you, you want like you're like if you're like a starving artist i'm sure you want something and even like whatever else if you you know just achieve your dreams like you're trying really hard to get there but you don't enjoy that in the moment but then when you get to the top it's like sometimes you know people talk about it being all fake or you know it's not 
I don't know how to say it. it's like um, it's not as enjoyable or genuine, maybe. You know what I mean? Because yeah. or like at the top people are just kind of like clicking to be clingers on and right. kind of boost you up um, instead of just appreciating your music or whatever it is that you yeah. you're fighting. Because like the heart's really in it, you know, towards the um, early stages, especially. You know what I mean? Because right, that's what people always talk about, like if you're doing something you like and you know it's like quality and consistent content then at some point it'll kind of like pick on you know but then if you just keep going and then you're doing it for like the money i mean and this even speaks to like you know businesses following metrics and stuff like that they originally started because they're like oh we got to know how many sales we get in this area and then before you know it they're like just concentrating on that number to get it up as opposed to using it as a tool you know yeah yeah so no i think that yeah go ahead sorry but that's the thing is like do we you know like what do we wake up in the middle of the night and we have this like negative thoughts and stuff like that is like should i really be wanting to uh repress that you know like maybe maybe that wouldn't make me who i am you know so you're saying like you're kind of saying like you're frustrated and you like you have like a memory like a bad time or something and it just comes to your it comes to your forefront of your mind and you're just like, man, fuck, I can't, I can't believe I'm, I did that, or I can't believe that I, I was in that situation and that happened. Um, but and you're pissed off at yourself, kind of, or pissed off the yeah. situation. But you should kind of almost like, well, you know, that sucked, but that kind of made me who I am to this day. Right, and it's like, it, you know, it was kind of evident in the movie too. Of like, I don't know, some of it was like if that memory didn't happen, then like almost like this other thing wouldn't happen or obviously he would have, um, gaps in his memory type of thing. Yeah. And it's yeah, like, <laughs> then he, then he wouldn't be him, you know? Right. And that's a, that's always a, everything is so interconnected to that. You don't, you almost, right. It, it, I kind of like movies like these because there's always a quick thought that's fired out there about wouldn't it be amazing if we could just do this and then people don't really think about that's really honestly how it's always been since there are movies books just literature talking just thinking about like almost taking to the extreme to actually figure out is this worth this um like like because what this is like you know a new technology if you will and at least in the storyline of this and like, oh, erase your memory. Cool. Yeah, you can just get rid of all those bad re- things that you've repressed forever. You're not going to have to think about it. Well, there's all these other things on the flip side that are. It's almost. It's almost like it, it, the the um, the idea is kind of what made Black Mirror so popular. If you if that makes sense. Yeah. Because you t- you take these ordinary ideas like a fleeting thought. And you're like, man, it would be great if x happened or it would be great if i could do y well you start thinking about it and you're like man well if i did y uh or the letter y then it wouldn't like, it, like there's a lot of things that would change and um these are like these are things to think about that's why <laughs> that's just like um you look at movies like, like terminator for instance or um uh, 2001 a space odyssey <laughs> right you're like oh these things are great we're gonna have these robots are gonna do this that and the other and all of a sudden they come kill you and you're like oh God, dude, <laughs> like, dude did we did we see this movie already like we we knew this was gonna happen or like i hate i hate to do it to your boy but um like this this neural <laughs> this, this neural link right like 
you're like, oh yeah, man, this is a great idea. Wouldn't it be nice if you could just start texting your boys without having to even touch your phone? You just think about it, or you can just start driving your car or do whatever. And then you're like, well, let's. I need. We need somebody to make a movie about this, which I think Black Mirror has kind of already done it. Which that's why I'm kind of shocked that people are <laughs> are, are still thinking this Neuralink's a, a good idea. But um, I understand. The, the issue, but I'm just maybe I'm just giving too much shit. But either way, think like uh, a lot of these fleeting ideas is important to, even though they're cool to kind of conceptualize and be like, okay, I can do that. Like really think about the the unthought of costs to that, which um, I think you brought up pretty well. Yeah, and I and I guess yeah, I was kind of all over the place there, but uh, what I was kind of talking about with like you know Macklemore and stuff was like, you know. I suppose that just all this kind of talks to like living in the moment is like so critical. Right. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, I know a lot of people and, you know, or I should say, you know, COVID may be generally speaking, turned things upside down or, you know, kind of disrupted the way of life. And like, uh, I certainly wish like, you know, I could go back to before that. And, you know, um, I mean, I haven't had it, too hard because I know people have lost people or other people have, you know, had health struggles and stuff like that. But it's also, um, like, I guess it's kind of thinking like, what are you going to do about it? You know what I mean? Like you got to kind of be content with where you are right now or, you know, kind of make the best of what you can right now. And if everything is good, then really you have no reason to complain or anything like that, you know, like, um, you know, enjoy the moment because it's going to be passing away. And it's like that, um, I forget what it is. It's like 90% of the problems you think about don't actually come true or like are made up, you know? Mm-hmm. So you really just got to like kind of ground yourself in the moment and try not to let yourself worry about things you can't control essentially, I guess. Yeah. You know, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, that and that's really the, uh, the crux of kind of, us as humans like we're always thinking about what can't happen or sorry not what can't happen all the things that well ways things could go wrong and trying to prevent those instead of appreciating what you have in the moment i know that's something i've been trying to do more and like if i ha- if i could have um if if i could give myself advice before especially with what we've done um i would have told myself to live it in the moment but it's so hard to to do that, especially when you're doing really stressful things or um, you're just trying to you're just trying to keep your head above water at certain times. But it's, it's, it's always easier said than done. But if I ever go back and do those things, I think I'd probably um, with the experience excuse me, that I have now, I think it'd be a little bit easier to embrace those times and just kind of remind yourself. Right. Like, hey, you're doing something, whatever it is, whether you're climbing a mountain going on a hike or even just working you're like hey you're actually doing something that some people don't get a chance to do so yeah exactly kind of like what i was uh i've talked about before of like each you know phase of training i went through i was like okay i can't wait to be done and just like go on to the next one but it's like why is that it's basically like why is that thought worth anything right because it's like it's not happening so just enjoy where you are and learn what you can essentially and like i don't know have a smile on your face um as opposed to like just forcing yourself into negative thoughts i guess if that makes sense you know 
yeah. But when life's sucking, you know, it's it's hard not to yeah to start thinking. Of, and people always say like, oh, you gotta be an optimist, but it. For people who aren't optimists, it's kind of hard, you know? <laughs> yeah, kind of like mental fortitude type of thing. Yeah. You know, and, and certainly that's tougher in certain circumstances, obviously. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of what I was... It had me... Uh, the movie had me feeling quite a way, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was pretty good. They, could, they did a good job of, like, um, obviously showing the circumstances and the way they were, like, going about it. And also... A whole another topic is also how um, Kirsten Dunst got her memories kind of removed, I suppose, mm-hmm. without her really knowing in a way or like remembering kind of thing, which was a little bit odd. I don't know if you remember that uh, uh, part of it, but she was like kind of going after the doctor or something. And oh, and, yeah. Didn't and he then like I, he removed him because he was like, oh, yeah, you're kind of. Like he was kind of dwelling on them, or was that one of those? I can't remember. I can't remember who it was kind of for, but I guess it was mutual since, um, you know, she went went through with it. But they basically like erased her memory of her like kind of being attracted to him, or maybe something happened between the two of them because he's married, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she like they never, um, they never told her about it essentially. So then she sends out all the cases to everybody who's ever done it telling them the truth about things oh yeah 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 so, <laughs> yeah you're like, yeah. holy shit like, yeah. you almost get your memories back and I, yeah. I it's been a while since i watched that movie but um yeah i i almost it's almost worth a rehack just because yeah it, it was a yeah it's, it's obviously a good one so yeah. Um, the uh, the so it wasn't the director I was thinking about for this movie is the screenplay the person who wrote the screenplay Charlie Kaufman. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, he's and he's done a few different things, but guy's pretty wild. Anyways, uh, yeah, it, it brings up some. I, I always like those movies because I mean, also that's, that type of movie is like my shit, right? Because like I'm I kind of like the weird, almost like not low budget, but they're kind of like they're just very cerebral um kind of maybe this is me just being bougie but just i don't know kind of kind of artsy if you will and kind of tackling a subject in a different way than just throwing out like a basic plot line and just this is entertaining you so yeah and i think i mean not uh this is kind of pain with a broad stroke but i think a lot of actors like those type of movies because they're more like you said they're like not the type of you know just like throw out a uh what's it called vapid where it's like there's no yeah. like mm-hmm. nothing to think about essentially they'd yep. rather do like the indie films kind of thing and i know like a lot of actors like leave hollywood or something and just do more like broadway or whatever else because they just go back to the, kind of their roots or uh like more meaningful kind of arts you know yeah. as opposed to just like the latest blockbuster or like you know action movie or something like that <laughs> yeah well i think it's kind of always funny because you get these you get actors when they and I think this might be a running joke too in Hollywood, but like, don't quote me because I'm not part of Hollywood. But <laughs> like, when an actor finally gets to like, they become a director or something, or they get to they get to choose the the project that they like, they get to enjoy it. But almost always, those projects fail or they're just not very good. But there's something uh, I think I think there's probably something to be said for getting to act in something that you feel very passionate about or like you kind of can wrap your, your mind or wrap your 
entire emotion around a character or a plot. And sure, it might not be very good, but it's kind of like when you can invest in that, um, it's a good feeling. I got to imagine if I was an actor, that's probably what I'd like to do too. Um, and that's why those, <laughs> like when you get people who make these movies, they're like, oh yeah, um, this is like, this is probably my favorite work or this would be my best work. And it kind of goes off like a fucking lead balloon, you know, because <laughs> like it, it, it just, no one's like, ah, I don't want to watch this shit. Give me, I want more Transformers, blow more shit up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and yeah. Yeah. And I, I noticed like maybe it's me maturing. I can't believe this is happening, but, uh, <laughs> you know, just like <clears throat> me being able to take more meaning away from a movie, you know, as, a, yeah. as opposed to like, if I saw this like 10 years ago, I'm sure I'd be like, oh, it's just he, you know, wanted his memories back or something as opposed to like thinking about these things deeper or like, you know, actually seeing like the character development, kind of like what you're yeah. saying, you know? Yeah. And you also probably like, I know. I, if I was watching the back end, like, dude, this is boring. Where is like, yeah, like that, yeah. Dude, that's what always kills me. Cause like I watch, I, I talk to people and this one, I'm like, okay, nothing against them. Cause I would, I, I can just understand just different stuff gets certain people, but you watch it and you're like, people are like, yeah, it's really slow. And I, I, whenever somebody tells me that like a show is slow, I, I don't, I don't, I usually kind of take that with a grain of salt because there's always something that you can find to speed things up. Um, Especially if you if you can get invested in a character or you can kind of pick out these small little cues, I'm like, oh shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it it is slow, but it's it's only slow in the fact that there's not a whole lot going on, but you're kind of tracking. You're like, oh man, I wonder what's gonna happen next. And you kind of like I said, you're invested in the goings on of the piece of entertainment. Yeah, it seems like always with character development, <laughs> it's always like. Like, if you need to develop a character, I mean, I'm no writer. I, you know, I don't mean to like belittle them or make it simplified, but it seems like to make character development, you just got to make them be like fucked up in a certain way. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. They're like going through a divorce or like they have like an alcohol or drug issue. You know what I mean? Something that like, you know, they're not like the picture perfect, uh, like, you know, maybe in like a superhero movie, like they're not this picture perfect, like superhero who is like always doing the right thing at the right time or like, I don't know, like a CIA agent who's like, you know, perfectly smart and like has their shit together as opposed to like, I don't know if you ever saw Homeland, but like she oh, struggles with Homeland, dude. Oh, you love it. Oh, I'm a big fan of Homeland. Yeah, I haven't seen good. Season, unfortunately. Yeah, just like how Carrie struggles with stuff, you know, I, yeah. I was I was surprised by that. I didn't expect that when I first started watching it. So yeah uh yeah it's more to the depth you know what i mean so uh and uh, you know it's i don't know it's like i don't know it doesn't necessarily maybe help people but at least people can relate or like not feel better about themselves i don't know what i'm looking for here but like just like you know i don't know it's almost kind of like i guess maybe like instagram or something where people you know prepare for like five hours to take one photo as opposed to just took a, you know like a shitty photo in the moment type of thing yeah uh i guess it's more like realistic i suppose or more uh yeah i don't know like normal grounded maybe type of thing but yeah there's um there's something to be said for um <clears throat> there's something to be said for the basic um basics of plots i can't remember there and kind of like when you look at kind of tragedy and all that stuff when you kind of going back to those you're talking about the character development uh i can't i wish i once once upon a time when i was taking like a classics class 
um, or I might have been like a classics or comedy, a classic comedy class. Um, they talked about basically how almost all stories follow this, you know, basically from starting from the bottom, rising, climax, and it's kind of like a hump and then go back down. And that, it's always like you have the defining moment of the movie. It's always probably like two thirds of the way through and then it ends or whether it's a play or whatever. So it's kind of interesting to see how people fit those in and they all follow the same thing. Yeah, and it's kind of like a song too, right? Where like basically like the chorus or whatever else, but it's like I don't know. I don't know if people are just falling into the formula because they think they need to or want to or like you know, like sometimes you see these I don't know, not to make fun of them or like Hallmark or maybe um I don't know when when you could tell a movie is just put out to kind of just get put out. You know, and again, like not like I can make a good movie or something, you know? <laughs> but it's like I would, I I would think people would try to like resist the typical mold. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's always got this like formula of just like like a um like when you watch a I don't know a rom com or something, and you can tell what's gonna happen. You know what I mean? It's like this girl is talking to this guy who she doesn't, you know, uh, or they used to date or something. But he's a nice guy. But then she's dating this asshole that she, you know, is trying to like. It's like, okay, she's obviously gonna end up with the guy, or yeah. from the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and they're gonna go to like I don't know some random country, and some funny, stupid shit's gonna happen. And then you know, like, I don't know. It's always I always appreciate it more when people try to like, you know break the uh, try something different, essentially. Yeah. So I found it. It's uh, it's called the Freytag Pyramid. Apparently, um. Okay, I guess he's a German. He's kind of based it on Aristotle's theory of tragedy, but there's exposition, rising action, climax, where there's like the turning point, the falling action, and then the denouement, which is kind of like the end. But it's always like, I I think this is one of those things we, it's been around since we've been telling stories, right? Like it's kind of hard to get out of that. It always, it's always going to follow that. Um, that kind of line of logic, but because you, you can't like you couldn't just put the climax in, like the first two minutes and you'd be like oh shit and, all right, and then you're like <laughs> waiting for two hours like well what what else is there you know yeah exactly and there's also Walken showed me the hero's journey I guess it's kind of a maybe a playoff of that or similar you know yeah yeah I'm, I know what you're talking about go ahead yeah like the call God adventure I, this is a different one than I remember but like call adventure supernatural aid. Uh, help or mentor, abyss, death and rebirth, uh, yep. transformation, and then atonement and return. Kind of like, and then, you know, there, there should always. I, I remember Walken was talking to me about how, you know, in kind of like um, Avengers where Thanos, like, people can relate to hit. Like, it's like easy, it, or it's, you know, um, vapid, I suppose, or like stupid kind of when. Uh, the enemy has like something like, oh, I want to, you know, nuke the entire world um, just to do it or something or like for so I can get a billion dollars. It's like, OK, or but it's better when it's like something you could be like, OK, I can kind of see your point, you know, where it's like uh, the the enemy or something actually has a point or like is like Batman yeah. like did a lot of that good stuff where they like had really like the plot points were really in depth and like you had to like think about them and like consider them as opposed to like. I don't know Superman where I don't know this alien He's comes bad. out. You're good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Kill him. <laughs> but then I also hate it in movies where, uh, you know, they have a superhero or somebody where it's like, 
you don't know your total strength yet. And it's like, you got to do it now. You know, and then they don't yeah. do it at the end of the movie. Guess what happens? They actually, you know, their power comes true and they do it or something like that. It's like, okay, you know. <laughs> yeah. I would just like to see a difference sometimes, but. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, I guess this uh, spiraled out of control into a movie uh, <laughs> discussion. <laughs> well, but I mean, I, th- I think it'd be cool to have um, somebody on who is a cinephile, which I have somebody who I think might be able to do, but like, that's a lot of, it's going to take some working to do because I haven't even, this will be a discussion for another time, I guess. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not the most in depth in, uh, films and stuff, but yeah, I appreciate people who are. And, uh, yeah, like I said, it kind of, you know, you don't, Art is like, I don't know, it's nothing against it. It's like, it's obviously not essential to society, you know, but it kind of speaks to where society is and like how well, our culture is going. You know what I mean? I'd say it's, I, I think it's essential to our society. It's just the people don't, it's, it's, it's not on the, it's not on the forefront, you know? Right. So, yeah. it, it, I, I would say, I think, I think art is 100% essential to the society. I'd have to disagree on that one. The only difference is, um, like when you're looking on the day to day, like obviously, like we 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 kind of take in art and we don't really think about it. Like imagine if you got rid of basically all artistry in the world, you know, um, it it would be so boring. Like you would you would never ha- like essentially we would just have a bunch of fucking cyber trucks riding around <laughs> <laughs> like these ugly pieces of shit because why. Well, I'm, I'm shitting more on your boy Eli, uh, Elon, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like you just it's just all it is is function. There's there's no form. It's just function. Just how do I get to point A to point B? Um, yeah, there's no. How exception. do I? Yeah, like your your house. There would be no there would be no design, no decorative accents. You just there because like that's all artistry, right? Like, you can't. It's hard to kind of divorce. Um, artistry from society because it's everywhere it's anywhere and everywhere and, and all at the same time um it's kind of like people like make fun of um different types of degrees They're like oh the only degrees that matter are you know stem degrees which i know you're you're partial to because you got a stem you have a stem degree right yeah yeah so like and uh, to a certain degree you know like i can't i can't argue that you know like it takes math it takes engineering it takes science to get it like i love i absolutely love science but there's there's something to be said for not that that is not the only key. Um, just like if you had just like kind of like when you're designing, uh, and we, we've talked about this before, probably maybe not on the podcast, but um, when people are designing airplanes, they're just like, oh well, this like you have an engineer who says this is what you're supposed to do, this is how you're supposed to do it, blah 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 blah, and then if you just talk to the person who's flying the plane, like yeah, that's dumb because I can't do this one thing that they never thought of because they're not they're just an engineer, they're not the actual end user. Right. So um, I kind of think about art like that. Um, and this in this instinct, the art in this instance, sorry, the artist would be the end user or the pilot or whoever. And the um, I guess the STEM guy is the STEM guy. So, yeah. And I mean, any. Yeah, any like any time you get like higher learning or something like that, it's always for the better, I suppose. But uh, yeah. And, and I know like when I was working um in my high school job that i i was working with a guy who was like kind of he mainly was doing like artist stuff and like i think he worked at an art school 
but you know he was doing this job as kind of a source of income but it's like it sucks that people don't um fund the arts more you know what i mean yeah although <laughs> there's a whole discussion for it but uh on instagram i see this uh i gotta send you his stuff i, I can't remember i gotta pull him up he's like Callen or something with he does it's like he like has these like canvases and then he has like a color bucket where he just like throws it um like on a string and so it just throws all the paint in like you know kind of a spiral essentially yeah um you know about that guy i think i know what you're talking about yeah and uh <laughs> i think i'm going with this but the crazy thing is like he just does these things and it's cool but then he's like yeah here you go and uh, that'll be seventy thousand dollars and people are buying it you know yeah so i don't it's not that I hate the game, you know, <laughs> but I just hate that. Like, where is he coming up with these numbers? Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Is there's it, no, there's no structure to the pricing, you know. To like, and like to your point, I I'd agree with that because it's it's kind of hard to say, you know. It, that that's the thing though. You can't say what art is. Like, you can't really describe it. But like, you look at these guys and you're like, what indie fuck? How did you make that much money off of that? Like, I could have done that. And then, then, but, and you say like, dude, I could have done that. And then like, they come back and like, but you didn't, I did. And you're like, yeah, exactly. Damn, and that's, man. that's the interesting part too. Is like, he's showing all this on Instagram and his name's uh, Kalen Schaub, uh, C-A-L-L-E-N-S-C-H-A-U-B on Instagram. He's got some cool videos, but yeah, it's like, like I could, well, you know, I probably couldn't replicate it even if I did everything perfectly correct, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> But, like, it's interesting that he's, like, kind of showing his secrets, you know. But, yeah, I mean, he's the one who's doing it. And he's, you know, making, like, these – I mean, they're, they're awesome pieces of art. But, I don't know. Pr- pr- art pricing is always so interesting to me, you know. Yeah. Uh, and he, I guess part of it, too, is, like, they make it seem so easy. And then they sell it for, like, 100000 or something. And then it's like, what? But, uh, you know, obviously it's, like, it's kind of the uniqueness of it. If it's one of a kind, then it's one of a kind, you know. So. Yeah. But – I don't know. I guess I could. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what? But yeah, I was gonna say like shit on a piece of paper, and then uh, that's one of a kind or if something. But if you can explain it, like, I think, and that's another thing too. I think half of it is, um, sure, you, you you could throw like like you seen like the kind of like this guy does almost where people just take take a or a bucket of red paint and they just throw it on a canvas and then it right. sells for a game. Or like Jackson Pollock. Um, yeah. Like his kind of shit, right? But there's a whole, um, there's a whole response, or there's a whole reason behind it. And like, there's a story, there's a narrative, and understanding that is half of the art, right? Um, right. Because if you just make a a beautiful looking thing and it doesn't convey something or it doesn't do anything, people just know that they like it because it's beautiful. But like. I could just like a flower because it's beautiful. It doesn't do, if it doesn't, uh, if there's no reason behind it, like I might as well just taking a picture of it and trying to sell it for, you know, hundred thousand dollars. So, uh, I guess everything's kind of tied. Like you, you, everything's kind of tied. It really is. You can't do yeah. it. Yeah. This world can be done by itself or standalone. Yeah. That makes sense. And I mean, yeah, I, I, I guess it's kind of easy to say, but like everything, it's almost like the air force. It's like, Something wouldn't be there if it wasn't needed, you know, in some yeah. capa- in some capacity, you know. So yeah. Um, no matter how ridiculous 
and redundant and <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like i could think of a few things actually but <laughs> but uh for the most part you know like at least yeah. like squadron <laughs> you know uh afsc's maybe or something like that so, yeah uh hard to pick apart but yeah yeah but um yeah um as usual kind of few tangents but awesome awesome movie and yeah i think uh i you know i hate it when i forget about what i was kind of thinking about when i like wrote stuff down but oh that's the worst isn't it i think also with that macklemore song with like we don't know the good times till they're gone it's like isn't that kind of weird in the sense of like you're not I mean, obviously, you know, the saying, you know, you're not uh, stopping and smelling the roses kind of thing. But it's like also you just don't realize. I don't know, not to put it simply, but like you don't realize how good you have it in the moment. Isn't it kind of weird that you don't like I don't know. It's not, it's not like a normal feeling to capture that. It's like we like you were saying, like we're human. We always want to just try to get to the next thing, you know, but. Like yeah. I said, it, it's, it's the old saying, you know, it's a, oh, fuck, I, was, I don't even know the saying now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is it? It's like, a, it's not about, it's about the journey, not the destination or something right. like that. Right, yeah, exactly, that's it. And it's something so, it's something so simple, and people say it so often that you forget, but like, it's one of those things that just rings true and really does hold true. So, I, if I could get a, if I, I'm not a tattoo person, do you have any tattoos? No, and I always thought about that, but I never pulled the trigger. Yeah, me neither. I don't think I will. I, I just can't. I got nothing against it. It's kind of like how I feel about drinking. People are like, well, are you judging me? I'm like, no, I just, that's just not for me. But anyways, um, uh, if I was to, if I would probably need like any reminder, or if I was going to, if I was to have a tattoo or something that I could look at every day, it would probably be something along those lines of like, hey, remember, like it's, it's all about the journey, not the destination, because... In all honesty, the destination is ceasing to exist. So, <laughs> uh, like, right, right. I mean, you're you're born and then you die. Uh, so, like, trying to remember, hey, this this is these good things, these eighty, if if, if you're lucky, these eighty-ish years that you get on this rock, floating this fucking spaceship, this floating <laughs> the middle of infinity, like wild. Ah. Don't even get me started now. <laughs> I'm about to. I'm about to hit. I'm about to hit level seven right now. Just thinking about this shit. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a. I, you know, I haven't thought about that saying in a while, and that's that's a really good way to encapsulate it. Yeah, to uh, appreciate the journey. Yeah, especially thinking about the end being death. You know, so. Um, yeah, there you go. Well, I guess we were planning on keeping this short, but yeah, there you go. It. Uh, Oh, that's probably like 35 It's all about years. the journey, yeah. <laughs> so you got to embrace it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll see you guys next. Unless you got everything else. Nah, nothing for the cast. Okay. All right, we'll see you guys. Later. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individuals and do not reflect the official policy or position of any agency of the U.S. government.